Ladies and gentlemen, yo, you are now listening to the modern crowd. to this episode and more on themoderncrowd.com. discussing mental health mm-hmm. in a trendy way where it's like we're touching on it we're surface level but we're not really getting into it I feel like that was like a really powerful song man thank you I just want to say thank you for that absolutely you thank know, like, you man um, putting my, putting my yeah that's dope yeah that one uh, it's probably one of my favorite songs and I think um, just because of how true and authentic it was I think even in the midst of that song it was it was fun, but it was hard writing it because of a personal experience, like somebody in my family committed suicide, and these are words that I wish I would have been able to kind of say to them. Maybe that would have made them think differently, but then it's also just like trying to create that that safe space for you and a friend or a, a parent and a child, you know, two people who love each other just to be like, yo, this is how much I love you, and um, let you know how much I care about you just to this very moment, you know what I'm saying? So. I appreciate that, but thank you. Absolutely, man. I mean, I feel like the artist's job is one of those things. A lot of it gets lost in just industry talk and everybody trying to chase money, which is, you know, we got to live, we got to eat, I understand. But to a certain point, it's like certain things are lost, and I feel like that was really just good to have back. Um, how did you get into music? Uh, I started music, man. Like, funny story. So I used to do music when I was younger. Um, my dad, he's a producer. DJ and so when I was little like my room was a studio and like you would oh I was around music my whole life but around like fifth sixth grade I started hooping and I just like literally dropped the mic and pops was like all right if that's what you want to do like I support you in that and then um 
I would always freestyle and kick it with my friends. Never really took music serious to the point of like, I would consider myself an artist. But um, one particular time my wife was like, if your parents ever gave you a gift, would you tell them that you didn't want it? And I was like, no. But like in that moment, I, I literally knew like how God was using my wife to like speak to me. And was like, yo, I gave you a gift of music. Like who are you to tell me that you don't want it? And so I began to start writing again, um, started to record. But I think once I started to see the lane that I wanted to kind of fit in, not necessarily like trying to fit somewhere, but like this is where I feel comfortable. I don't feel like I have to make this type of music because this is more relevant, but this is like, if I can make this music for the rest of my life, whether it hits a million people or it hits two, like this is the art that I want to provide for the world. Um, that's what I started to do and I started to take it all more serious and just to see that people mess with it and they supported me in that um, is encouraging. And so I just continue just to like push the artistry, the curiosity, to be honest, it was a curiosity, like let's see where it can go. Not just there yet. Okay. But, you know, you know. It's a development. It's a development. I got you. <laughs> yeah, the the thing with me in music is one thing that I like to ask people about how they got into it is like just the the process. Because I feel like with artists, like what you were talking about with like where you wanted to fit, like a pocket, yeah. A lot of it deals with identity. Mm. So like I know, you know, growing up, all of the different intersections of how we relate to the world, sometimes it's like the world is telling you what you are instead of just letting you be. Yeah. And I feel like with your music, it's like a lot of people say this and it sounds corny, but like you there's a sense of self there mm. that is not always there, especially now with certain things being more turned towards agendas. It's like, oh, well, I'm making this so that I can advertise, or I'm making this so that I can do this or do that. Yeah. I feel like this authenticity there. I was really like, when I was looking at, um, is it my eye? Did you do the video for that one? Yeah. When I was looking at my eye, I was like, this one, this needs some reviews. Like, <laughs> and it's just like seeing someone make positive music that doesn't have to, like, I feel like now people try to make positive music, but they don't, they try so hard not to be preachy that they end up to not really saying anything. Mm. Like they end up not really having any kind of effect. It just sounds like a like a small talk yeah. conversation where it's like we you know we talk but we're not really trying to learn more about each other. I feel like with that project with Thank You Father, it was just like it was a nice conversation to have. Like, you know, there's regular conversations and then there's conversations where like, well, you know what I actually like that. Like my faith in humanity has returned. Like mm, that's dope. That like that that struck me as that kind of conversation. That's what's up. No, I think um that's cool, bro, because it's like, that's who I am as an individual, you know what I mean? I, I like to take, I value relationships so much. And so what I try to do is I try to take it deep with people, man. Like, let's talk about what's really going on. If I'm gonna ask you about how's your day, it's not just so you can say, oh, it's good, and then you literally talk about something else. Like, if you wanna have that conversation about how your day is, then let's, let's dive deep and let's kind of pinpoint what the highs and the lows were and how you can improve or whatever. And I think, um, being in that present state at all times, I think is really what allows me to just express who I am artistically and just as an individual. And so when you have somebody who randomly comes across my music and they can kind of get that and receive that, that means the world to me. Cause it's like, I don't have to tell you that that's my intent, 
but you got it off of rip because I continue to stay true to who I was, even just through like my visual aspect of my videos or just through the music. So um, these are all things that I felt like I wanted to be positive, but there's other ways to be positive. You know what I mean? You don't have to be positive by like saying, hey, this is a positive track and I'm going <laughs> to yeah. preach this way. It's like, no, bro. Like if it's cool, it's cool. And there's different ways again to do it. I think like visually. So I, I've had to do it with the, with the, uh, the videos. I also try to do it with the sounds. Like I'm very particular about that. Like I'm like, bro, like let's make this more brighter. Like this has to be more colorful. Like how can this be more yellow? And KP will come through and we'll figure it out. And he's like, yo, bro, that the way you hit that note, it really wasn't, I didn't feel it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm really big on like feel, like how does it, how does the vibe match? You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm really big on understanding like vibration is, is, is real. You know what I mean? Like you may not be able to see me physically, but if you can hear me sonically, now you can feel the message that I'm trying to portray. And um, it doesn't have to be like, hey, this was a positive record. It's like, no, you heard it. And how did it make you feel after while you were listening to it? And afterwards, do you feel uplifted? Then well done. You know what I mean? Um, so that's kind of really just like the, the intent with making the music. And so just to hear that that is being portrayed is like encouragement for me. So I appreciate that, bro. Thank you. What would you say is would you say that you're like just starting out? Cause I know you dropped the previous project before this one. Well, yeah, it was just two singles. Well, it was, it was a single. So this was my very first project. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I dropped like, like I said, I had done a few songs, but I'd never done a, a full project before. This is my very first one. Yeah. Would you say, what would you say is your hardest struggle at present with this? Well, that's a good question. Um, just being completely honest, man, I think it's like finding that median of saying, I'm staying true, but I'm also, all right, as a creative, and I'm sure you can relate, as a creative, we have dope ideas, and sometimes they can be like out there, right? Especially to, this is just a, a, a hypothetical number, creatives in the sense of like 10%, right? And then there's the 90% of the rest of the world. So to 10%, it's like, oh, that's hella dope. And then 90% is like, I don't get anything that y'all are talking about or what this art even means or what does it look like. So I, I look at it instead of saying, I have to conform to the 90% so they can listen to me. I figure out this is a challenge now. How can I still remain true to who I am? But then they can also, that 90% can say, oh, I get it. And I think with the music, it's like, how do I find a way to where people can say, yo, I fuck with it. And even though I may not have never thought I would, but it, it makes sense to me. I, I, I get this language. I get what's being portrayed here. And I think that's kind of like the the motive at all times. So even with, with everything that I with everything that I do from like my fashion to when I'm creative directing, it's like keep it authentic to who I am, but I still can't be so creative that the it goes over your head. Because then at that point it's irrelevant. So I still have to find a way to where it lands on your heart and it speaks to you because it's like, damn, that's undeniably dope. Like just is what it is. I definitely agree with you about a lot of art having to do with communication. Yeah. I know like it's certain it's certain things that I've seen I just be kinda of confused by. Like, you know, certain art, whether it be like art deco or any of the like things that they study in art school, like mm -hmm. all of the different genres of art. Sometimes I'll look at something and be like, 
what was the point in this? Like, and it, and it's just like, that's just, it's not speaking to me because it's not my language. Yeah. There's so many different languages, so many different ways to portray things. And sometimes we're not going to understand it, but I definitely understand what you mean by that being super important. You want to you want to be able to speak to the people like at, you don't want to conform but at the same time like you want to be able to reach people and if you can't meet them where they are then it's kind of like you might miss them or they might miss you and then at that point it's kind of like i mean I, i'm happy with saying i reach one person today but if i can reach a million that's even better you know what i mean and i don't want to be like i'm just gonna focus on that one but if I do touch one, I'm, I'm grateful, but I'll, I'm grateful as well if I can be able to be challenged enough to figure out how can I touch a million people with the same same message and get them to reach it and understand it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to getting things across, how important would you say your team is? My team? Man, my team plays a huge role. <laughs> team is in the building, bro. No, um, I mean, I would say I have a solid, it's me, my wife, KP, I think is, is a part of the team, part of Vision, KP too. my producer, so Kenneth Pario. I was going to ask yeah, you, yeah. bro, like, oh, so Kenneth, Kenneth is fire, bro. And um, we've, and the crazy thing is, is like before we made Thank You Father, KP probably, we probably knew each other about three or four months. So we were still while in the midst of creating that project, still trying to figure out each other's language. Like, how does, how do we articulate what we're trying to do in this? So now that the chemistry's even gotten even deeper, like, bro, like this next project that we're working on is, yeah, it's, it's fire. But um, yeah, I think like my team plays a huge role. I, I find that it's frustrating because social media will make it seem like, just work hard and figure the shit out. You got it. And it's like, that's not how it works. Like. Even Jesus had 12 disciples. Like, who am I to think I got to do it by myself and get to start from the bottom and now I'm here? Like, it's unrealistic. And I think those lies that are put into social media, put into the media, put into the world, I think it's kind of planted to, to make you burn yourself out to where you give up. To be completely honest, I think that's what it is. And it's like, tell them this, they'll believe it. Like, cake is good for, <laughs> cake is good for you. Keep eating it every day. You won't get fat. And it's like, no... If you believe certain, if you try these things and realize that it doesn't work, you will fall into the trap. And I think that the team is very vital. So for any creative or anybody who's listening to me right now, like find a team, build a tribe of people who will support you, who will keep it honest and say, yo, that's trash or yo, that's dope. Or this is what I think. And um, people that you can trust and communicate with um, are really vital. Like, we yeah. right here, like theory wise, everything. Because I know, like, with me, for a long time, it felt like the people around me were not like supposed to be around me. Either I wasn't supposed to be here, or the people around me wasn't supposed to be here. When I started really looking at who was around me and looking at like who was for me and who wasn't, it started to get real easy and real simple. And you started to realize, like, okay, this works. Like, if I need something you need something like this is it's mutual yeah there's a lot of it needs to be mutual you don't mind yeah because it feels right it's like it's like i don't mind helping you out because i believe in you and you believe in me as opposed to like somebody being like i just believe in you so i'm just here for the journey it's like 
Okay, now, now, now I'm not able to pour into you and you're not able to pour into me. So now this relationship feels really weird. It's only one-sided. And um, I mean, there's people who are going to be like that. But I think once you speak life into them and kind of help them see their value and whether they want to step up to the plate and walk in those shoes, then great. If not, then people are in your life for a season and for a reason. And maybe they'll come around next time, but you got to keep moving. That's kind of how I look at it. It might sound mean, but I, that's that's what's been working thus far. Yeah. Yes, and blessings. Facts. <laughs> Facts. It's real. No, but um, yeah. So I need like beats. Let me stop. <laughs> no, but um, when it comes to putting out a project, yeah, like there's a big process with that. What was this the process with this one like? Like. Because you said it was your first. You said you got a decent team around you. But it takes more than that. So, like, what do you think that more was? That more is? Um, for Thank You Father in particular, it's something that I think inspiration, like finding inspiration, helped out a lot. But um, I'm learning that that's also not good, right? Because it's great to be inspired. And when you're inspired, you can keep creating dope stuff. But those moments when you're not inspired, then that means you're not creating. And if you're trying to produce something for people and you have to find a moment until you're going to be inspired, then who knows how long it's going to take. It's kind of like somebody who's an author and they have writer's block. It's like, or, or an artist and you have writer's block. If you aren't, if you can't find it within yourself and you're looking for inspiration out out here then there's moments where you will literally like be at a, at a down point but I think when creating this project inspiration was really huge for me and um, also just going to like my truths so I think that's the main reason why I dedicated this first project to God it's like I'm thinking I'm thanking God first and foremost it's, that's that's what I do when I wake up in the morning I thank God and so that's my first step and even with this first step in this journey of music I'm gonna thank God it was pretty dope too because I was thanking it's called thank you father but I'm thanking God my heavenly father but I'm also thanking my earthly father because had he never shown an interest in music that would have never passed down to me and who would have known if I if I ever would have got that gift so it's like thanking both of them in a sense but it's ultimately thanking God because without thanking God nothing can be possible That's right. would you say alright Let's go. Let's go. So, like, I talked a little earlier about the trendy nature discussions of mental health. But I feel like not just mental, but also spiritual health, there seems to be right now sort of a resurgence of certain topics. Like, especially among the black community and other people of the world, let me say other as opposed to the pitting white people versus non white people. A lot of the topics that are being discussed, not just online, but more in a public sense on news stations. And it, it seems somewhat divisive, but in a lot of different groups, there's a lot of talk about coming together. There's a lot of talk about tribes, the collective, a lot of advertisements that started to turn towards the discussion of different people together. Um, why do you think it is that all of this kind of came up 
all together right now. I was kind of like pushing really hard on something, like a surface about the verse. Because of Kanye. Nah, I'm just playing. Yo, I swear, every time, you, okay, no, listen, it's funny you said that. Because like almost every episode of the podcast, Kanye comes up in discussion. He's part of culture, bro. Like, like I, I mean, it's one of those things where now he embedded himself. When you, when you, um, I think when you, when you strive to be legendary, especially like in your your race, like you have Oprah is in every every black family knows Oprah, whether they're Black American or Haitian or. Africa like they know Oprah they know who Michael Jackson is they, they've heard of the name Bob Marley they know Martin Luther King but now I think Kanye is trying to be that person that's also mentioned in the household whether it's a, for a good reason or a bad and I think that like he's really focusing in on youth and they're talking about him and the reason why when you what you just said about uh, that conversation being brought up is because with that last project with him talking about him being bipolar, it was like, oh yeah, I do feel this way. So I wanna talk about it. And then everybody's like, it sells, all right. It sells, let's do it. And so people are just pushing it. And I think it's really unfortunate because those who are really hurting, they're probably being overlooked. And I, it's like, it's a catch 22 because I think it's really fortunate because there, there is a, a level of like, there needs to be a conversation behind it. But at the same time, those who are really dealing with mental health, they probably are getting overlooked because it's like you have you, you're saying that uh, you're having suicidal thoughts, and so is Timmy. But Timmy's just saying that because he was like, "Man, I want to kill myself," because he thinks it's going to bring attention, as opposed to Johnny, who's like, "No, I've really contemplated this, and this is really where I'm at with it." And so that counselor or that person who's on the receiving end is looking at both people in the same lens, like, y'all be all right, just figure it out. And, and and it really makes that person who's really, really, really feeling it kind of feel like they're they're not being heard. So it's, it's unfortunate, but I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I'm, I, I really don't know. I know it's, it's a regards. big conversation. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like, a conversation that needs to be had, but I, it's, it's one of those things where it's like sex sells, push it, it sells. Like people are talking about mental health. Let's just create a platform. Let's just do the red table talk. Let's just let's just do it because people want to do it. And it's like, do you really have a voice? Do you really have something to say? Or you just want to say it because you feel like it makes you feel like you're doing a, a social good in that aspect. Cause I, I talked on that, I talked on that too. Did you see that episode on YouTube when I did that? Like it, that's kind of how it feels sometimes. <laughs> and it's just like, you don't really feel that way, and but maybe you do. I don't know. I don't in, know. In a way, like I, I relate to what you said, but I also feel like it shouldn't be. I feel like we all have a relation to the things that are being discussed, but people tend to fake what that relation is. Okay. Like they're not talking about their authentic struggles. They're to lean into your point. They're talking about a struggle that they feel more people can relate to in a way they feel that it will sell. Yeah. Because to say that these people know this feeling and these people don't, as true as that may be, when it comes to discussion of suicide, okay, maybe I never dealt like that. Maybe I never dealt with that. But do I need anger management? Mm -hmm. Like, do 
do I need some form of counseling because I because of something that happened to me as a child where maybe my mother abused me. Yeah. And that led to something else. And I feel like the sad thing about certain cultures that were at some point underground coming to the to the forefront of I guess discussions about culture is that a lot of that gets lost. I think the relation is what people are losing. Mm. So to that I would say I can see that in your music, the relationship that you have with the things that you're discussing is authentic. What do you think needs to happen for other people to accept their relation and talk more about it in an authentic way as opposed to doing it just for the dollar, for attention, or for other I think you hit it. I think you get to find out what's your reason. Like, I mean, like, I, I do what I do with intent. Like, everything has intent. And I, as crazy as this may sound, but I believe that through God, God is using me to bring world peace. And so I have to do that with everything that I'm that I'm given. So that's my bigger mission is how do I communicate the message of world peace through everything that I that I create, through my music, through my visuals, through my business, through my relationships, through my marriage. Everything has to communicate this message of somebody who's trying to bring world peace. And so if people don't necessarily know what that is for them maybe it's like i'm trying to get this money that then that's what it is and i think they have to find a bigger purpose in it all and i don't think sometimes people don't really care about that they just feel like the money is where it's at or the material is where it's at and i can't tell them that that's wrong because um, i because I, I believe differently unfortunately right because it's 2019 so i have to be accepting of the way that they, their views but to be completely honest i feel like as humans, we want more than just material things because we all know that those things don't matter. But at the same time, the way that I believe so so strongly in world peace, somebody believes that strongly in like success and money. And because I love that person so much, I can't tell them that their motivation for what they do is the wrong motive. Like if that's what motivates them to be great, Maybe we can find something alternative, but I can't tell them that like all that goes in vain because you're trying to go for the quote unquote wrong thing because it's not the same thing I would go for. That make does that make sense? No, nah, no, nah, I told you yeah, it was it. Like yeah, I it completely make, yeah. understand where you're coming so, from. I definitely, um, I definitely think that is a strong note to end on. It's powerful as possible. Um, appreciate you for coming, man. Um, thank you, you man. Say just. To, um, yo, check out Thank You Father. It is streaming on all platforms right now. Your favorite streaming platform you can find it is Thank You Father. Search Dane Caston. Uh, y'all can follow me at Dane Caston, D A N E C A S T O N, on all social media platforms. And um, yeah, man, I think just it's something I learned the other day, and I just want to sh- share this with whoever's listening. Like, if you haven't found that thing that drives you, or pushes you to want to be greater than you are today um, because you feel like you're supposed to have like this calling over your life. Um, sometimes the calling isn't one particular thing. I think the calling can be found through curiosity. So just remain curious, remain someone who isn't afraid of failing because failure doesn't exist when you learn. And so as you continue this to grow, Allow yourself to glow and be okay with where you are because trust that where you are is where you are supposed to be. 
yeah, I love you, but God loves you so much more. Peace. I hope you enjoyed the interview with my brother, Dane Caston. For more information, more interviews, and more episodes, please check out the site, moderncrowd.com.